to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Speaking of crazy faces, and you guys, you you guys know way more about movies than I do, as you have no doubt, <laughs> as you've let me know many times. But I watched. I told you I watched that uh that Public Enemy movie. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, and he's great. Yeah, I kind of thought he was going to be much like uh, Edward G. Robinson. I thought was going to be kind of a a farce, kind of a joke. What's wrong with Edward G. Robinson? He's a great actor. I was introduced to both of them through Bugs Bunny cartoons, okay. so they both seem like something that should be made fun of. Yeah. And it turns out they're very talented at what they do. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. face he gets when he's walking into the place to go avenge his, his buddy's death. Damn, spoiler alert. When it's 1931. <laughs> and like he's always like do like the 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 punch he gives everybody the that people just start to get real annoyed by. It's fucking yeah. good. Yeah, it is. He's a uh... a real Yankee Doodle Dandy. A real Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> it is weird that, you know, like those dudes would play so many, like, build, kind of build a career around being, being tough guys and then also have a movie where they're like, I. That with a little soft shoe. That's. Maybe the. That's what, what sent Felix down his or Phoenix down a sad road. Was his? Ooh, that's yeah, what he dude. did. He was a dancer before he became known right. for all the gangster roles. Well, yeah, no one took him seriously in the gangster roles, and so he's he lives his life to prove them all wrong. Twenty three skidoo. Oh man, but the end of it, man, it's just mm-hmm. it was. I was surprised by the end of it. It was good. Public enema. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that's what it was going to be, but it was. It shows him getting an enema, mm-hmm. a wine enema. Uh-huh. Fucks him up real bad. They had to, they had a concrete, concrete over the park where they did it. Mm-hmm. I do have a uh, coming up. I do have another uh, entry okay. into this month's historical know your podcast better. We are going to get into the Glenn. Larsonissance. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. The works of Glenn Larson. Who doesn't like the far side? Well, no, again, <laughs> diff- different guy. Well, different guy altogether. One joke we can recycle every week. Well, <laughs> well, have you just started listening? Kevin? Yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> well, as we interface too. Coming up, to dear listeners who want to hear about moderately performing 80s sci-fi network tv shows get ready for part two <laughs> of the glenn larsonissance i want to i want to let the listener know since we're talking about this we're also adding an arts oh. and culture corner and some weeks mm-hmm. it may be an interview other weeks it may be a story or we might have watched some kind of strange film together and we have a discussion on that this week it'll be a story. Someday, some weeks we might have gone to a brothel and discuss <laughs> the fine art of sensuality. 
professional lovemaking. Professional whoopee. It's probably not. not it's not going to happen. You, it might. You don't know. I, okay. We could go to a psychic fair again. We can travel. Nature's brothel. <laughs> My psychic powers say that is not happening. Damn. Uh, a psychic uh, brothel. Uh, wow. Yeah. As we move forward with all this, I mean, I don't, I would hate for us to forget the the good people that we have not mentioned in quite a while who have been such an important part of our earlier success. The the good people of Ireland. Are you talking about our Patreons? The good people of Ireland. Yes. The many yes. Patreons, the good people of Ireland, the good people of the Panamaniacs, the recent Yeah, Panamanians. we're blowing up in Panama. Panama loves us. Yeah, we, we did more downloads than any other country and almost any other state last month. And uh, this month rivaling uh just about every state and uh neck and neck and can with canada right now panama Panama. one third of our stories are canal related so it makes sense it's true that's why we're big in pennsylvania you know who has a lot of canals brian the state of ohio oh they're oh and much of much of i'm not making landlocked not making one of lake erie's right there but i thought erie was in pennsylvania much of my childhood was spent being like waking. I was I was awoken at like six thirty on a Saturday morning to go. Hey, come on! We're not going to watch cartoons today. We're going to go look at a canal. It's three hours away. Get in the car. Wait, were you going fishing or just canal gazing? Just canal gazing. One time <laughs> we got to be in a boat that was pulled by horses for one mile, and then they turned the boat around and it was pulled by. Horses the other way for a mile, and that was a, a, a canal journey I made. That is, that's the Ohio equivalent of a Texas train ride at the zoo. That's <laughs> yeah, we didn't go to the zoo. Or a, we just we just rode in a canal. You probably saw some alligators and stuff out there in that Ohio uh, swamp. No, they don't. They don't have alligators in Ohio. I mean crocodiles. That's right. No, no crocodiles. Not, none of that. Did you did you see any frogs wearing a conical hat waving mm. a? Uh, a staff or scepter or spear or something that glowed at the end and the hat had stars and moons on it and maybe he was wearing a robe and looked very wizened yes maybe get uh, the eye and then just possibly the possibly the wand had glintstone on it <laughs> i am sworn to secrecy brian which in mm-hmm. the elden ring verse oh no is very magical. And I spell magical with magic. a K. The only way to spell it. Well, unless you're K. talking about Wait. illusions. <laughs> yeah, this is the real deal. M-G-I-M-A-G-I-C-K. Mm-hmm. The way the way magic. the way a guy who writes comic books would spell it. Or maybe someone who could who was busily translating the ancient speech of the walking frog. Now you know what there when we when we this has come up a lot and I think we may need to come back okay. to the the Loveland, the Loveland yes, frog. Of course. Is there any mm-hmm. chance that the Loveland fraud could could be where the basis of the slods what in Dungeons and Dragons come what from? Are, what is a slod? They're like little fucking dimensional traveling frog people. Some are red, some are blue. So they're different colors. Their color designates uh some of their powers what was the name of the smart slee stack because maybe that's what the leveling frog is compared to the slots enoch, enoch. Mm. That's, that's right maybe that's what the maybe the leveling frog is just trying to get back to his own time which what? is possibly 
thousands of years into the future. It's very, very so possible. In the future, mm-hmm. in thousands of years, the, the, that's what Enoch the was. Earth is going to be populated by frogs. They've managed to persist since uh, the early days mm-hmm. when we crawled out of the primordial ooze. <laughs> primordial ooze is just one of those phrases, Mike. You throw that down. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, you know, frogs are like the oldest living, you know, animal. And they're the one animal that the Bible says you cannot kill. What? I don't think that's right at all. That's why they get, that's why they fall from the heavens. They don't ever, yeah. that's, they don't die when they hit the ground. Mm-mm. You can drop a frog from a 100-story building and it will not die. I challenge anyone to prove me wrong. We 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 at the at INS uh, don't encourage anyone to well, do no, that. You no, know, you should ask that you don't. Yeah, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't get. Honestly, you shouldn't even get on top of a 100-story building because that's very <laughs> dangerous. The wind gusts alone. Are there any 100-story buildings? <laughs> yeah, the Empire sure. State Building. That is crazy because it killed King Kong, but it would not kill a frog. It was <laughs> beauty killed the beast. But it was nothing that killed the frog. If King Kong had landed on a frog, he wouldn't have died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's why you if you, you always see like parachuters, they have their main chute, mm-hmm. their reserve chute, and they always have a frog in the bib with those little arms <laughs> that's, hanging out. That's not yeah. true. That way, if another chute's open, yeah. they know to land right on their chest because the, no, the frog will save them. The frog will absorb the, the, the impact. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. That's as real as King it's, Kong is. Well, you just you just verified it then. I've seen I've seen the movie King Kong, so it's pretty real That's to me. Real. Which one? I've seen two yeah. of them. Jeff Jeff Bridges has never been in a finer movie. I'm surprised you didn't say Bo Bridges. <laughs> he was in it too. <laughs> he was in the monkey suit. Fay Ray. Oh, Fay Ray. Oh, Fay Ray. She uh, in that one. I mean, that movie's so old you can't fake that. No. Yeah, they didn't have movie magic. They didn't back have then. technology. They didn't have movie magic back. They didn't then. have stop motion animation Mm-mm. with the C game. I don't know what that is, but they didn't have <laughs> yeah. it, and they would just have to like take out a camera and and just put and right. push play, and they crank it. They had to hand crank it. It wasn't until 1974 that the Loveland Frog came back from the future and gave mm-hmm. us stop motion animation. <laughs> get back so until the, first, <laughs> until the first sighting of the Loveland Frog, there was no anime. That's where movie magic comes from. And that's how we know the Loveland Frog, Frog is real. Anything yes. after that, we don't know for sure because it could be animation or, as Micah said, movie magic. Movie magic. Mm-hmm. Moving magic. That's where it comes from. Moving movie magic. Oh. You know, the mm-hmm. first time. That people saw a movie, there was a train coming at them, and they freaked the fuck out, and a bunch of them shit their pants. That was that was the great train robbery. There is the great the great. It was called the great bowel evacuation, <laughs> and so the early days of theaters, they started. They they used to have like a hole in the seat, and they would make you That's strip down and just sit there because there's going to be so much. Fiki and urine would just evacuate mm-hmm. from your bowels because you'd be so scared. Like, I'm going to get hit by a fucking train. <laughs> and that's how the early days of the, the do you think, kinetoscope. Do you think silent movies right. was just trains driving at the camera? Mostly. I mean, sometimes it was horses. Good ones. Yeah. Sometimes it was somebody throwing a baseball. A little kid with a paddle, with a paddle yeah, ball a game. with a flat paddle. Um, <laughs> Uh, so you guys ready to get started here? With the news? With the news? Does a mind With- flayer have facial tentacles? 
Yeah, man, anytime I hear about a mind flayer, I get in a good mood, Mike. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Yep. You're in for a treat, international You're listeners. In for a treat. And keep it stick around towards the, to the end because, because we have a new... Two. Two new segments. Two new segments. And one of them is Mike Weeby's continuing story on the very right. pertinent and now Glenn Larsonasons. <laughs> That's right. We all went to we all went to radio school and we are we are teasing future parts. Talking in the Queen's <laughs> English. She just had a Jubilee. You're welcome, Britain. Oh, she had a Jubilee? Yeah. Boy Scouts have a Jubilee too. <laughs> Jamboree. <laughs> Is it a jamboree or a ju? I thought they had a diamond jubilee. But no, that's are it's you a sure? Jamboree. Yeah, because it Boy Scouts they let the 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 Eagle Scouts they get to get out. Mm-hmm. They're called Eagle Scouts because they teach you how to play songs by the Eagles. Oh, oh. So in the jamboree, they have a whole band of the Eagle Scouts and they get up there and they living it up at the Hotel California. <laughs> such a lovely place, such a lovely face. We're going down to the hotel. Welcome California. to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. I'm Mike Weeby. Mark Ryan's no longer here. He's out in the field. And by field, I mean like he's out in the in IRL. He's not in the studio right, where we right. are. He's out tracking down late-breaking news. He may come in. We'll see. But... As for tonight, we are your news team. Always chasing down a story yeah, is Mark Ryan. He could be he could be in Michigan. He may break break in with breaking news. He could be in El Salvador. He could be <laughs> in Tierra del Fuego. He could be in he's probably, that's probably, uh, Morocco. Yeah, he's probably in those places. He could be in Jakarta or Djibouti, or he could be in the what? Uh, what Cutter? Djibouti? Djibouti. Yeah. It's a city on Wait, I think the Ivory Coast. Okay, yeah, well, country. I think it's a country. It's. I don't. I, I don't think that's the, real. No, it's real. It's real. Made up. It is definitely in in the Venn diagram right next to Titicaca in in names oh, yeah, of places. Yeah, that's but, fun, that's fun in names. Peru. Yeah. And Walla Walla, Walla Walla. Yeah, it's a lake Walla, Walla, in Peru. Washington. And Di- Walla, Walla, Washington. Djibouti is actually in Eastern Walla, Africa, Walla. like on the Horn. It's not on Western Africa, mm. which is the Ivory Coast. Well, I apologize for my American geography international listeners. Way to go to public school, Brian. I'm a product of our education system. Well, you know, <laughs> I knew it was a continent. That's pretty good. Djibouti is not a continent. I think that puts me in the top 10%. <laughs> Africa is a continent. Incontinent is what <laughs> the in- viewers of the first movie were. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's what you call a callback. So our first story <laughs> comes to us from Gizmodo. Oh, that's Gizmodo. the tech blog. Tech, tech blog tech. Gizmodo. Named after <laughs> after <laughs> named after the original Gremlin. That's probably how they mm-hmm. named it. In the film, the 1982 film Gremlins. 1982? I mean 84. Yeah, 84. Uh, let's you know we we've got a, a yeah, story. All right, all right. Yes, yes, yes. We we'll get to, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yes. Video game slang is so pervasive in online communities that it can often seem like another language. So it should come as little surprise that France's Ministry of Culture announced earlier this month that it will ban several popular gaming terms for not being French enough. Terms that are on the chopping block include pro gamer, streamer, 
esports, and cloud gaming. These will instead be replaced with French equivalents. For example, streamer will now be joueur and amateur en direct, which is much easier to say than streamer and literally translates to live player host. Mm. <laughs> the Ministry of Culture claimed this action was necessary because English sounding words could pose a quote, Barrier to understanding for non-gamers. This isn't the first time France has tried to ban online words for not being French enough. In the past, they've tried to ban the words email, cloud computing, and they've replaced the word hashtag with mo diez. What does that translate to? Hashtag, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's mo-d with two e's dash y-e-z. French listeners, please get a hold of us and explain why that transla- what that translation means and why they would need to do that. It's not all bad news, however. Apparently, this ban only applies to government workers. In the, in the scope of their employment as government workers? I mean, like I'm guessing. Have, it's like only in official government communication? I'm guessing if, you know, if, uh, if, a, if a cop arrested a gamer then uh, he'd have to use this language instead of, you know, a complicated word like streamer. Well, keep your eye on the prize, France. That's good work. Glad you guys are really, really taking these. Yeah, it could get complicated. I mean, that's how Belgian lost the war was because they their terms for video games were too confusing. The next thing they knew, they're, they're arguing over it. The next thing they knew, Hitler comes in and says, this is mine. That's a situation where that whole country was in an uproar about terms around, you know, the video games that they were playing in, in 1942 one. And <laughs> then he was able to come in and exploit that. And the next thing they knew, every single person there was eating sauerkraut. Right. They didn't have video games. Everybody was playing Pong or Le Pong. And <laughs> yeah. the next thing you know, Early, early versions of video games. Like it was, yeah, no, of course it wasn't a game like, let's just say Elden Ring. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was more simple stuff. Yes, Le Pong, La Pacaman, Froger. Froger, um, yeah, Froger. Berserk. Which that was one that there was a whole thing about that because they're so, they're really sensitive about bringing up frogs. <laughs> Which is why, <laughs> which is why they won't. It, it's illegal to talk about slods in France. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of falling deaths in France because of their aversion to frogs. Mm. Exactly, exactly, because mm-hmm. they're too afraid to tape frogs to them to yep. their fronts, and that's why they're they're ironically sometimes called frogs. Exactly, exactly. That's why so many of their trapeze artists. Let's just say there's not a long, uh, there's no retirement plan for a trapeze artist in sunny France. It is sunny in parts of France, I guess. (laughs) The French folks may not know that, our good French listeners may not know this, but in Texas, when we're learning about European countries and we're trying to get a scale of how big things are, they will normally say, France is about the size of Texas. Mm -hmm. Is France the size of Texas? I think it is. Pretty close. It's not shaped the same way, Kevin. So don't well, try to no, look not shaped the same way. That confuses a lot of people. That confuses a lot of people because they are shaped right. differently. I've never known this as we, and it's. I'm a little embarrassed to admit it. Uh-huh. I don't know why people call the French frogs. My understanding is that 
during the German invasions of World War One and World War Two, the French, many of the French, swam to Europe or took boats or you know what floated, and they called them frogs because they called them slods. <laughs> they called them Lovelands. Oh, you this is I like this because well, of their their amphibious escape to uh, freedom. Well, I I certainly don't feel good about making up a term for someone based on their flight from a tyrannical regime. So if that's the case, I'm going to remove that from <laughs> the Brian camp lexicon. Yeah. And once again, I find myself apologizing to the good people. of France. Quite a book. The I do think though, like it does make sense uh-huh. a little bit when you have these words that originate from a country and they're just based on that country, you uh-huh. know, or they're, they're, they're very like otaku is like a Japanese word that means like nerd. It's like a nerd who's like into horny anime stuff. And it's very specific. But sometimes it's funny. Like you, I'll be watching like a, a Japanese movie or like a Chinese movie mm-hmm. or I don't know. Because I, I, honestly, I don't watch that many French movies. I, I <laughs> like Vincent Cassell, but I don't, I don't really know. But he'll be watching like a Japanese movie and they'll be like talking in, in you know, whatever language. And then all of a sudden... There's like a very clear like English word in there. It always strikes me as real funny. Where yeah. like, oh, the, the French Foreign Legion. You know, it's like <laughs> such a funny. <laughs> it, it just it, it's it always like sticks out in such a funny way. Like, fuck you, Jack. What? Why do they know fuck you, Jack? And why Jack? Well, French listeners, send us an electronic postal to let us know what's going on with your authoritarian language police. Hopefully there will be some sort of a revolution. It's never happened before. But maybe at some point they will figure out a revolution to... I don't know. Chop these words up however they want. That's in their history. I, I uh, there's there's a there's there is a good chance that if you send us an electronic postal uh-huh. uh, and give us an address, you will get a drawing mm. of uh, of your explanation sent back to you. I'm just yes. There's yes, a chance indeed. of that maybe on the back of an envelope. Yes. So don't yes, lose indeed. this opportunity. Yes. There's, if you have any any information uh-huh. from us, but you have to be French or at least of French descent. French or sure. French descent. But not French American. Or I've seen the movie Breathless. With the Amer- well, what about the one with Richard Gere? Only that one. <laughs> <laughs> Is there another one? There's the French one. No. <laughs> That's not a French word. And we know that they breathless is not a French word. They, yeah, they, they don't, would never have a movie called Breathless. They would never, right, never do that. When you explain it that way. Makes sense to me. So our next story comes to us from the Daily Beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused by the name of this news organization. The Daily I Beast. I don't, why is it, I don't, like the Daily, like, Catoblipus? Is that? That's from Dungeons and Dragons. A mind flare or a oh, no. slod are also beasts. That might be, a, maybe the Daily Beast is, the Daily the, Beast the, is the, a slod the, or a kobold. Yeah. No, the Daily Beast is a journalistic uh, outlet, not a, uh, not something made up in D&D books that you read in junior high. But it's mostly, it's mostly about those creatures. 
and it just rotates. Well, I do get it because sometimes uh-huh. when I get into beast mode, like if I've had a whole bunch of alpha brain monkey mindset, I go into beast oh, mode no. and I just want to sit down and write bylines. Yeah. I get it. We've covered QAnon on the podcast before, including its impact on a skate company, the Los Angeles New Age community, a yoga and fitness website, and the QAnon claim that JFK somehow showed up at a Dallas Rolling Stones concert. But now QAnon has infected the county Utah, which is located in the state of Utah. Earlier this month, mm-hmm. the county sheriff, who is allegedly a long-standing conspiracy theorist and QAnon supporter, released a 151-page report alleging that the Utah County attorney and his wife engaged in ritualistic child sexual abuse, child sex trafficking, and cannibalism between 1999 <laughs> and 2010. The report has not been released to the public, and the sheriff claims it doesn't name anyone specifically just before he called on potential victims to come forward. Nevertheless, the county attorney has read the report and claims it does name him. He called on the sheriff to resign for wasting taxpayer funds on a fake investigation. Apparently, the report was released just after the sheriff endorsed the county attorney's rival in an upcoming primary election and just before ballots were sent out to voters. The sheriff responded that this was not political and that the investigation mainly focused on child abuse and not the consumption of children. (laughs) Not really that much about cannibalism. Let me ask you this. This this person that's accused, what was his role? What was his political role? He was the county attorney. So he was the the attorney that represents the county. So this county attorney, did did he happen to be Army Hammer, (laughs) who's 100% fucking cannibal? (laughs) His first name is, his last name is Leave It. Is Is his first name Love It? No, it was like John or something. It's it's one or the other. It's God damn. So <laughs> this is just, I mean obviously <laughs> QAnon is just like the satanic panic, right? Like it's so like but now I think with technology and whatnot, it's so easy to disprove like, well, um where are the missing uh devoured kids? Doesn't there have to be missing kids in order for there to be murdered kids that they have gone ground missing? their bones for broth. It's a, it's a Hansel and Gretel thing. I mean, that's what a, that's what a slod does. Well, the people who get into this stuff slod problem don't, in Utah. aren't really the fact checker type. I mean, they just mm-hmm. I kind of I get addicted to the craze of like escalating madness in this sto- in like a story that they find very interesting and very tense and very personally relevant since the, you know, the world is burning down in this uh, scenario. And you no, have I to get that. That's why attention. I got into Pokemon cards. <laughs> I, I do understand that. But he's doing things that affect a number of people who are uh, pay his salary and who are expecting him to do other things. This is very, I mean, this is like, this isn't like a hobby for him. Like he's like, I'm doing this to find this doesn't wouldn't like internal affairs or like some other like i mean maybe because it's in utah nobody nobody cares or something but wouldn't somebody like roll up and go like i feel like in austin if somebody was like 
let's just say let's just say I'm I'm gonna spend all my time hunting the Loveland frog when that's fucking ridiculous. The Loveland frog lives in Ohio. We all know that. There's no there's fair, been no okay. Loveland frog sightings. But he's like, I'm gonna go around and that I'm gonna would spend, be the Austin frog. I mean, I don't know what we're, I, we you know the name would be up for debate. It depends what how the frog acts. You know, does he right. does he commit murders? Is he whatever? Okay, but like, what would you call the murdering Austin frog? Seymour the Slod. <laughs> oh, 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 beware, Seymour the Slod. He lives in Barton Creek. Uh, I hear that. I hear that mm-hmm. he's mad about being displaced because he got kicked out of Deep Eddy. The, <laughs> right. There's some local references for you out of town right. uh, folks. You're welcome, international but, listeners. So let's just say Art Acevedo. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that would get, you know, and he'd always get press conferences, but he does a press conference. He's just like, I think that the Loveland frog was seen on top of a whole bunch of buildings, okay. uh, jacking off and, and pissing on a Bible. Okay, that's, none of that which, is in the Loveland frog uh, chronology up to this point. I, I, that is what is so insane about it. And everybody's like, <laughs> right, I'm everybody, everybody's like, one, Loveland frog's never been seen here too. Okay. Loveland frog would never do that. He's a, he's a, he, you know, keeps his sexual practices inside and he's completely toilet trained and he's never known to do that. So, but he's like, I'm diverting city funds uh-huh. to, to work on this. Okay. I mean, obviously everybody in like, fuck this guy. What, if, what is he, you can't do that. That's insane. But how long does he get to keep doing that before like somebody steps in? Cause I'm sure people in Ohio are like, no, that's not what's happening. Utah. I'm sure people are mad about this. Utah, Utah. That's what so I mean. I did look at uh, the county attorney's like website, yeah. and it was mostly, or not website, but Facebook page. And it was mostly barren, but yeah, like the few like likes and comments were all about him like being a child sex trafficking cannibal. So just photos of unmarked graves. Is I that mean, all he puts up? The people <laughs> contributing online believed it, so that could be five or ten percent of the. Well, I mean that's. Right. You know, of the voters that's theoretically. Facebook. I mean, that's yeah, obviously. Exactly. I mean, that's Facebook. I, I I have to think that most people. But then again, I I live in an insane world that I did not design. But I would <laughs> right. think that most people would go like, "Well, that's just like Howard the Duck." Similar, similar. What was Howard less, the Duck? Less duck titties. What is? Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, it matters to Howard. <laughs> matters to true. Stanley, <laughs> did he did he create Howard the Duck? No, Howard the Duck was created by uh, God. I can't think of his name now. I can see his face. Excelsior, it, it <laughs> Val Mayrick and uh, Steve Gerber. I'm so glad that we have the answer to that. That's you know that's what sets us apart from all those podcasts that are still foolishly in Phase One. We're a Phase Two podcast. Phase Two, baby. Hmm. You know, Al Qaeda is a, a a national or international to our listeners, a terrorist organization that I believe is still in some level of operation. Right. That just that that one of their oper one of their one of their characteristics is that they claim responsibility for most attacks, or they'll allow people to adopt them based on some action they've taken, and they will say, "Yes, that was us," whether there was any originating connection or okay. not. Right. So, and it just seems like QAnon is there is so much batshit crazy stuff right. that falls under the QAnon umbrella that it's it's almost like any dumb thing that people believe automatically gets tossed in there to where it's it it just seems like it's almost a 
a, a synonymous for like less fun conspiracy theory is what a, what QAnon is now. Like, is there any defining like or, or thread that runs through all of this other than it's just a bunch of crazy offshoots and people believing in uh, shadow state government and and the rampant adrenochrome swilling liberals. QAnon is very extreme, I mean, and there might be no other groups that are as well. And it's not the first time because, like, I, I referenced the Satanic Panic of the 1980s as well, where this right. was all blamed on Satan worshippers doing very similar child trafficking, child abuse, uh, sacrifice, etc. Right. In which the FBI investigated and found not one credible report of. Which means they're in on it. The um, but so that but that's what QAnon is is kind of. Um, that is that on top of, you know, whatever the insane, like we're going to get Trump, Trump's going to be back in office next week or a lot of, you know, and they've, they've gone even more off the rails with all the like JFK is still alive secret type shit. It's a weird thing to think. It is. It is an odd yeah. thing to think. 5G. I was going to say the, the, the whole 5G oh, stuff, yeah. right? There, there's almost there's almost a logic to it insofar as to most people mm-hmm. that technology is mysterious because like I, I couldn't tell you exactly what it is. I have a I have a pretty good idea of how it works and it's just a it's a it's a bandwidth or a a, a way of carrying wireless signals on a, a different wave than it, than we used to use, right? But basically the yeah. generating towers and everything about it. And so so there's there's a mystery behind it. And so then I can see how people are more likely to believe that that's a crazy thing versus believing that someone without a shred of evidence consumes first molests and then consumes children, right? Like that's something people should understand is probably not true. Especially when there's no missing particular children. Right. I mean, I'm sure there are, there are missing children, but like, sure. There's tons of missing kids, but the, the leap that they are, they've all been consumed by, successful politicians is or maybe that's what what made him successful what do i know right yeah mm-hmm. so the, the two things about that the first is that that's just been part of their playbook really since 2016 is that anybody who's your political opposition is a pedophile and so you need to point that out and that actually has roots that go directly to anti-Semitism for hundreds of years, that the Jews were stealing your children, sacrificing your children, selling them as sex slaves. Uh, it, like, it has direct roots to uh, historical anti-Semitism, and it just has now been kind of applied to anybody who is othered outside of the group. Or like that Cher song, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. That's what that's kind of about, though, right? Yes. QAnon. Uh, uh, Cher is very, very big in the Q community. She's she's a real... It's not actually true. The real Q head. Because you had asked, what about, you know, what about the sheriff and investigating him and, like, kind of just, you know, getting him out of there? And the problem is that he is the highest law enforcement person within that county. So either the entire... Like, it is very hard to get people to go after him at the county level than the state... Or the federal government would have to do that because he is the authority for uh, that county, basically. Like, there's no law enforcement mm. above him. And this is very similar to what happened in the 1980s <laughs> in Georgia in a county called Hazard. <laughs> that was the Dukes of Hazard. That was a TV show, but it was based on a real thing. But based based on a true story. Yeah. What was right. what was the true story? 
Well, it's just a corrupt uh, sheriff that was making all kinds, like very, very hyper focused on framing uh, these two, two, two. I mean, they're men, but they're just some boys, and they <laughs> yeah. do not mean any harm. Uh, not at all. Good guys. The thing is, Mike, they it's, had always been in trouble. Like their whole lives. Yeah, yeah. It's a, always yeah. they've been in trouble. Dukes of Hazard is a TV series. No, I, this, <laughs> yes, based on the true story. Get this, Kevin. This sheriff was was so out of control. Uh-huh. It's documented. Like I think they have film of this. He would actually set up speed signs uh-huh. that would flip up into place after these two guys had driven by. Mm-hmm. And so that's how thorough he was. In and it was to all frame big them. money. It was all big money. There was these land barons that were basically right. funded. He was in their pocket, big time yep. in their pocket. Yeah. What they call what they call the main guy the guy who was funding everything, he wore uh, the white suit. It's all the pictures. He was uh, boss. boss. Uh, he was. Uh, he was. No, he, he looked a little bit like that, but yeah, um, he looked. That was that was the style of the time. He was yeah. uh, CEO. He was a CEO. OJ. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah. 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 Hoge. Hoge. Yeah. Boss Hoge. Big guy. Oh, you're talking. You mean Bad Boss guy. Hog, the actor, yeah. the character. Uh, that would. No, no. This is a guy. The good, the dude. This is the this yeah. is a the guy. Right. Big, a lot of money, a lot of money behind him. Well, and a lot of illegal liquor going through that county. I mean, that Tons. was I mean, look when you're looking for corruption, that's where you're going to find it. Exactly. And what was so crazy about it, Kevin, is uh-huh. you had all this craziness happening in this one right. county, Hazard just county. one county over. Uh-huh. One county over, they had one of the most effective law enforcement officers yeah. in the entire state. Like you could not, you couldn't get away from this guy. He was still good at his job. Yeah. So it was just, was that Enos? it's that weird juxtaposition. Yeah. No, Enos, I think worked for, this was, I think it was Chickasaw County was right next That's door. Right, that was yeah. This is a Glenn, Ar- Glenn yeah. Larson show that we can tie into later. This is not going to be discussed in the larson mm-hmm. uh, later in the episode. Our next story is a bonus story. Wait, I oh, got one more okay. thing to yeah. say about QAnon. Okay. I am little. It's, 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 you know, let's talk. I'm talking about specifically about the QAnon people okay. in Dallas, right? They they moved there. All these people. Are they still there? They're still in Dallas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They all moved there into like a house. A lot of them have left, but a lot a lot showed up. Like a cult. And then they stuck around for a while because they still think that JFK is going to come yeah. back. And I just feel They're like. They're going out to Dealey Plaza every day waiting for him again. Yes. I feel like that. That's, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and Bold statement. But even if it did, let's just devil's advocate okay. say that it did. Sure. That's a lot of explaining to give to the resurrected JFK, right. John F. Kennedy, aka JFK. That's a lot of that's a lot of explaining you have to do. And people are not good at explaining things mm-hmm. at all. True, true. You look at their you look at their posts, and it's all there's no punctuation. It's like a little kid telling a story that just goes on and on. Right. JFK comes back and they wander up and like, um, uh, JFK. Okay. Um, uh, there was this time that there was this president (laughs) and he was so good and he was the best president of all. And then, um, and then they made fun of him on Saturday Night Live and then, um, he didn't like it. And then, um, (laughs) 
and then and then he was then he had another um uh, election and then they said that he didn't win it but he did and then they didn't and then they did and then they didn't let him be president wow. and that's and 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 then um and then he was mad and then they said he, he said that the machines were broken but then they did it and then he did and then and i was wondering um now now that you're here can you make him president again <laughs> and then jfk probably the only thing he's gonna say to that is you know just like what <laughs> And they, and they, how did you know? How did you find out about that? How did you find out about this? He's like, oh, there was this guy Q, and he's the smartest guy in the world, and he told us all the secrets on this uh, website called 4chan that was mostly for anime titties, and uh, I. And I just, he told us the truth and he told us how to get a hold of you. And then uh, JFK would just go, I would like to know more <laughs> about the anime titties. <laughs> JFK liked titties. Oh, yeah. How did he know what anime was? Well, he just liked titties any, any way he could get oh, Okay. Them. He had sex with Marilyn Monroe. Did you know that? Whoa. Breaking news. I've heard that. Our next story is a bonus story. <laughs> so if you want to hear it, what does that mean? Bonus! go to our Patreon and subscribe at at least the $3 level. That's the Knights of Kevin level. And you'll have access to this and every other bonus story that we've released. And you can also, and I, I might, I might send you a sticker if you're good, you know, just for, just for signing up. What about the Lars- Lar- Larsana songs? Well, that'll come next. So they- okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did Andy Rooney ever in the middle of six minutes go? Well, what about my piece? <laughs> like, we're gonna, we're gonna get you, Andy. Don't worry right. about it. Right. Maybe, maybe check the run of show next time. <laughs> He's holding a, a barbecue sandwich that just is a little short on meat. What, a, what, a, what, a, what a, my thing? So just a little taste of this. This uh, this next story will uh, take Mike and Brian back to high school and possibly make them cry. So it's worth tuning in for that. I don't. That sounds terrible. I don't know if I want to cry, I'm masculine. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to show vulnerability <laughs> on the podcast. But, but just to our Patreon, I, I scraped out my tear ducts with a box cutter when I turned sixteen. Well, I guess yeah. If it's to a Patreon subscriber, I guess I will show some mm-hmm. vulnerability. So what what Mike and Brian are saying is you can buy their vulnerability for three dollars mm. a month. So I think it's uh, I think it's time for Mike's corner. Mm-hmm. What are we calling oh, this? We're calling this. Getting to know your podcast. A lot of times here on the International News Service, we reference things that are not as entirely accessible as current pop culture news. So we like to carve out a little segment where I explain to you things that have come up on the podcast Uh and give you a little bit of background on them. This month... We are following... This whole month is going to be part of the Glenn A... Larsonissance, <laughs> in which we look at the uh, productions of Glenn A. Larson, who last week we talked about. He started the TV show Manimal, uh, Manimal. the short-lived TV show Manimal. This Manimal. week we're going to talk about another short-lived show. The TV show was on the heels of the Star Wars film. The year was 1978. They needed something to really kick it off and make this this space fad. So Glenn A. Larson, a noted Mormon, Uh came up with the idea of Battlestar Galactica. 
what what uh, what this show is about? It's about a spaceship mm-hmm. and uh, these twelve groups, twelve planets known as the twelve colonies, and they're they're escaping. They're migrating from their ancestral world of Cobol, <laughs> which is a an anagram for Kolob, which is the actual place where the the Mormons believe that you go after when you die. And uh, they're flying there, and then there's these uh, there's these baddies. The bad guys are robots. They're robots, <laughs> and they're called Cylons. And they've got one red dot for an eye that bounces back and forth. And they're actually kind of let me cool ask you. Let me ask you something they, real they, quick. They, they sound super. What do cool. their voices sound like? And how would you simulate that when you were a child? You would uh, probably talk into a moving fan, I believe. <laughs> yes. I guarantee Mark, say something that Mark can turn into a Cylon warning. He can okay. That's a different Not this week. Oh, damn it. Not Sorry. this week. But we are, you never know, we are in the Glen. A Larsonissance, Mark. <laughs> we are carving out. Uh, we are carving out a segment to every day this month, every every week this month about the uh, Glenn A. Larsonissance. We were just talking about Battlestar Galactica, or uh-huh. as my former skateboard buddy would refer to it, Battlestar Prophylactica. <laughs> so, uh, Mormon ass Glenn A. Larson came up with. A really kind of a ripoff of of the Mormon religion. It's all an anagram for the it, like. It's very like religious. Too. It originally was going to be called Adam's Ark. Oh, it was. But they yeah. later settled on. So it's uh, it's this show, and but they had this crazy budget. It was like eight million dollars, which is like insane budget for a TV show back then. And it was initially even it was, now kind of. It, it, initially, it was going to be it was going to be a mini series. It was going to be three you know, made for TV movies. And, um, but, the, but when the first one came out, it was so popular that they, we were like, well, no, we don't want miniseries anymore. We want a series. This now. is on the heels of Star Wars, right? Uh, everybody was Star Wars crazy at the time because it did so much business. So they, they threw this together and, and, and Glenn A. Larson had been pitching this show for a while and it just, it never quite took, he mostly didn't really have too many sci-fi shows up and up until this point. And so it, it, this show follows, like I said, it follows uh, a group of humans uh, that are traveling, trying to get back to their ancestral home of Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and it, the show implies that the that on Earth here that uh, we were seeded by another planet years and years ago, and that the ancient Egyptians. Got this. So anyway, they're <laughs> flying around, they're shooting. There's definitely chunks of uh, Star Wars uh, put in there. They try to make it a space western. Um, it follows. Uh, there's the 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 main captain of the ship is played by Lorne Green of Bonanza fame. <laughs> then there were two hunky leads. There was Richard Hatch, who played Apollo, and Dirk Benedict, <laughs> aka Face from on Face Man, Face Man on the A Team. Yeah. And they were a couple of hotshot pilots. There were several different love interests. And then there was a quirky kid who they had to take care of and his robot dog that was named Daggett. Now, here's what's interesting. Daggett was a robot dog, a furry robot Uh dog. And they obviously, they weren't going to dress up a dog. 
They so they they had what I thought up until literally today was some sort of a human with a dog costume uh-huh. on. No. Daggett was a fucking chimpanzee what? dressed up as a dog. Oh my god. And <laughs> I I found pictures of the chimpanzee without the dog helmet on, and it makes so much sense when you see this dog <laughs> kind of bounce around now, and and its movements are very foreign and weird, which I feel like that had to break some laws. Oh yeah. Um, another another interesting thing in in in, in like uh, doing some research on this, uh, the kid who's is his name was. Um, Noah Hathaway played the kid. Oh, wow. was, you know, every show as a kid. Yeah. Kid kid was probably about like, I don't know, 11 years old. Had a really great story uh, being interviewed about how they let him get drunk <laughs> on one episode and how he couldn't remember any lines. It, it was 1978. <laughs> they let him have a half a <laughs> beer. That's so, awesome. uh, you know, it follows. So it's one season and the show, the show is doing really well, despite the fact that the first episode, like half the country didn't get to see it because they had to break in to talk about the Camp David Accords. Uh, it's a lot, Carter. Thanks a lot, oh, fucking Carter. That, which is a lot of people attribute to that's why he did not get reelected. <laughs> it ushered in the Reagan era. And I sure. think that they're right. But the fact is they had to get, they had to rush the show. They had these like things like timed out. They had to rush the show into production. Mm-hmm. And along with that, they had a whole bunch of uh, uh, toys and, and came oh, out. Yeah. You know, they said they were like, they, they saw Star Wars. They saw what was happening with Star Wars and with the merchandise. And they realized like, we got to get in on this action. So they did all these toys. There's some big 12 inch figures that looked almost nothing like the characters on the show. They had some, uh, regular, like, I don't know how many inches Star Wars sized figures mm-hmm. or whatever, of which I had one. I had one of the, the green Ovions. They're like four armed little, Little guy. Oh, wow. I think I also had the monkey, the monkey dog too. Yeah, the dog. What they also had was spaceships, little toy spaceships. And what was cool about uh-huh. these spaceships is you could push a little button in the back and missiles could shoot out. Yeah. But then uh-huh. what wasn't cool is a kid shot a missile into his throat and it killed him. So it completely like this when this happened, this completely like changed the 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 landscape of toys. Um, so there used to be all kinds of little itty bitty missiles and stuff back then, but after that, they all got very big and orange and green, or just uh, of a size that a kid can't choke right. on them. World got a little less cool that day. We got a little less cool. Uh, so so all the the Galactica's killing it in the ratings. It's doing super good. So in order to combat this, uh, they moved Archie Bunker into its spot. Archie Bunker is just like the world's most popular show right. at the time. Starts killing, starts killing Battlestar Galactica. There was also some talk about, they moved the time slot around. A lot of it, they were trying to do Mork from Ork as a lead in for that. But um, it's, so the show starts not doing very good. And it's also crazy expensive to right. make. It's like million dollars an episode, which is just, you know, they've got other shows that are doing as good, but they're, they're, not, they're not as expensive to make. So it's, it's kind of becoming a loss for them because it's not killing it. Now, so only one season in, they announce, hey, we're going to cancel it. But that's not to say that this show didn't have 
fans. Ooh. It had very fans. There was a very many fans. There was a letter writing campaign. But what actually hurt it was there was a 15 year old kid that was such a big fan that he committed suicide what? when he found out that it was. And oh, wrote no. a big suicide note. Did he do it How with a missile? How many kids died for this show? Wrote a suicide note. Holy shit. Uh, explaining why, you know, and why this was the case. Because that that he felt that there was nothing in life that gave him any meaning except Battlestar Galactica. And he, he took his own life because of that, which that all didn't help. Uh, he tried to move the show against 60 Minutes. <laughs> And it failed in 60 Minutes because at the time, in 1980, 60 Minutes was the number one TV show on TV. And guess why? Maybe a little guy named Mr. (laughs) Mickey Rooney. Rooney. (laughs) It's Andy Rooney. Number, he was, you know, Mickey was number one in the world for a long time. (laughs) Number one in the world. (laughs) The world. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, uh, it gets moved off. Then they, they move some other shows against against 60 Minutes and Archie Bunker, and they realize, like, I don't know. It's not that the show's bad. It's that nobody can go up against these shows. Let's, let's give it another shot. But by the time, this is like a couple years later, they decide to make a TV show called Battlestar Galactica 1980. <sighs> and what that show is, uh, they finally get to earth right and then they realize like oh shit we're all in like 1980 stuff here this is not good so it follows a new group of characters although lauren green reprised his role but nobody else did and it flopped really 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 fucking hard that being said battlestar galactica you know there was another there's a reboot of the series in the 2000s that was very popular that was pretty pretty different that is the, probably one of the biggest marks that Glenn A. Larson made. Despite only lasting one season, it has uh, massive staying power. It is uh, here to stay. Mm-hmm. It caused the deaths of several children. <laughs> Can you say that about your favorite TV show, dear listeners? And that is Get to Know Your Podcast Better. So if we bring wow. up Battlestar Galactica... Now we, you'll you'll know what we're talking about it, and I think we will. Have we ever brought up Battlestar Galactica? Well, we brought up Glennie Larson, oh, and right, how can we bring but, up Glennie Larson without his most iconic creation? And we've also talked about monkeys, and I think at some point, <laughs> stuffing a monkey into a robot dog suit is going to become uh, prescient. And and be prepared to answer the question, Kevin. Anytime you ever mention a dead child. There will be a question about the manner of death being toy missile. So toy missile just, or or bereavement over the loss of your favorite TV show. Yes. Or premature cancellation. You died of a broken heart. Back so, to you, Kevin. So that wraps up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. The INS team hereby grants the right to every chapel in Las Vegas to perform INS-themed weddings whenever the fuck they want. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Starbuck rules! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.